Hello, is this famed record producer Andrew Sarlo? Oh, kiss my ass, but yes, it is Andrew Sarlo. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, hey man, how's it going? Dude, great. How are you, Ethan? Who cares? Listen, man, we uh, we did an episode of the podcast uh, in New York. It's our first live episode in New York. Um, oh. And we did The Matrix, and so I figured I would call you because you're from New York, right? Yes, sir. Uh, Westchester. Quite frankly, I don't know anyone else in my immediate proximity that likes The Matrix more than me. I like it the most. I'm a big fan of The Matrix. The Matrix changed my life. It came out in 1999. I was nine years old. And I'll never forget seeing that movie with my father. And I think my sister was there. Whether she was or she wasn't, we were in uh, in Long Island. We went to go see The Matrix. And when I got out of the movie, I was in a playground. And I thought that I could really channel all frequencies that Neo was channeling towards the end of the movie that I was just like, you know, flying around this playground as if I was the one and doing like these, you know, backflips in my mind, which really were just like probably a bad cartwheel. And then you add on all of the embellishments about like, you have to let go of the fear of now and like just go for it. And it's super motivational too. I mean, if you smoke a giant spliff and you watch the matrix, you will you will have sat through like an entire motivational, you know, seminar in just like two hours or however long the movie. Is. It's brilliant, and you would have paid no money because it's probably on Netflix or HBO or some shit. Did you um? Do, do you think that it changed the way you listen to music or 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 make music or produce music? I mean, you gotta you got to give it up for the best music supervision in the world to play Rage Against the Machines, Wake Up, as credits roll, <laughs> and Neo flies into the air from the city from a cell phone call. Mm-hmm. I mean, from a, come on. From a phone booth. Come on. It's just so badass. But then, uh, as far as musically goes, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, uh, Hall of Famer, uh, 24-time Grammy winner, Andrew Sarlo. I really appreciate you taking the time. No problem, man. No problem. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bang-bang. Bad science. Did the movie get it right? Bad science. Or will we have to fight? Bad, bad, bad. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Give it up. Um, I am absolutely dumbfounded right now. Uh, This is our first live show ever, so the fact that uh, just more than three or four people are here is really stunning to me, so just give it up for yourselves coming out in the rain. Uh, uncomfortable weather here tonight. I'm, I'm super excited to be talking about, honestly, one of my, my favorite films, The Matrix. So give it up for the fucking Matrix. <laughs> Epic film. Um, so uh, I'm going to introduce our, our guests here first. Uh, both of our comedians today are writers on Saturday Night Live, a show you might have heard of. And if uh, you haven't seen them do stand-up yet, please make plans to do so. Both of them are just absolutely mind-blowing. Uh, they are brilliant. They are hilarious. I'm excited to have them on the show. Please make some noise for Stephen Castillo and Julio Torres. Keep it going. They're walking. 
Anywhere you want. You can come near me, you can be in the middle, up to you. Perfect. Hey. Hey. Hi. How's it going? I'm okay. We're good? Just yeah. okay? Yep. Yep. Uh, we were uh, uh, talking over there about how we hoped that the other one was going to carry the show comedically. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so you guys figured that out? I, one of you? I, no, we didn't. Uh, but I, I felt comfortable because I thought Julio was really going to... Oh, great. So it is going to be the noise. Yeah, so... We'll, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. It, it, I mean, this is a, a gorgeous little plant you have here, so maybe that <laughs> That's true. If we could get another mic yeah. uh, for the plant, that would be great. Um, well, let me introduce our, our third uh, guest here. Is that okay? Yeah. This chair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Which also looks like the Matrix chairs, right? Don't we? Totally. Kind of, okay. Yeah. You guys have seen the Matrix or no? Oh, okay. I know some of you <laughs> right here in the first row looking at me like, no, I have not. <laughs> You will be yeah, lost. You kind of, you kind of don't. So you can, if you've seen the poster, you get the gist. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You won't be. Confused. I rewatched a, a little bit of it this morning, and it's just it's, a little bit. What part did you watch? The beginning? Well, then I, the beginning, and then the Wikipedia article for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you got it probably. Yeah, I do. I yeah. get, I get the gist. Of Had it. you seen it before, or you just? Well, whenever it came out, nineteen ninety nine. So yes, yes, yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> I mean, I had to do some research here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Okay, so yeah. in theaters, though. In in theaters. Okay. But I retained no. I, I remember the codes. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get into it. I have a whole. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I saw it in theaters too, and at the time, I feel like it's the example of a timepiece, right? I mean, I feel like when I saw it in 1999, I, I thought it was the greatest movie of all time. Totally. Absolutely blew my mind. And then if you watch it now, which some of you, I guess, might because you've never seen it before and you go home and watch it, uh, it really, I mean, I'm, you probably like it. It's entertaining. It's a great film, but it's not going to have the power. It's not going it's it's not not. to punch you in the face the way that it, it, uh, it punched us. It's also on Crackle. I, I saw it on Crackle. That's right. It is on Crackle. And it doesn't have the same effect because if you <laughs> because watch it on Crackle, there's commercials. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Oh, no. So they, I see the kid from Stranger Things sell me Fios oh, no. every <laughs> Who 10 does minutes. That? Why would yeah. they have commercials on, I feel like, I don't know, Netflix, or, they never have commercials. Oh, is that who that is on the Fios commercial? <laughs> it's the, yeah, Gaten. Because I was like, they have a lot of faith on this kid who's carrying this commercial. Yeah. And it's like, now, you know now it makes sense that he, he brought in some I, star power. I have, a, cons <laughs> okay, I have a conspiracy theory about these Fios commercials. Yeah, please. The Gaten, I think, is like six feet tall now. But they still want him to be a kid. Right. And I think they green screened him to make him smaller. Whoa. If you watch Whoa. the most recent Fios commercials, he, like, his stature, it's insane. Okay, hot take yeah. here. Controversial stuff. <laughs> Nobody tweet that out. You're getting big shit. Um, okay, so... Our scientist today is a Marie Curie Global Fellow at the NYU Tandon School of Engineering's Game Innovation Lab. Hold on a second. Everyone relax. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm halfway through this. Yeah, yeah, get another beer. Uh, yeah, at uh, NYU Tandon School of Engineering's Game Innovation Lab, he's on a two-year research visit from the University of Hertfordshire in England, and he has a PhD in computer science and philosophy. Now put your hands together for Dr. Christoph Talge. Thanks for being here. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, is this on? Can you thank you very it? much. Yes. Okay, yeah. great. You're I was welcome. first worried you had another one like me, so... You what? Yeah, I thought first thought you had another like Marie Curie Global Fellow from the. Oh, NYU is there another one in the audience that would no, like to I don't replace? Think so. uh, I'm always down to replace the guest. Last minute. <laughs> oh. Hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so before we get into anything about the Matrix, I, I want to play a little game. You heard me 
introduced Christoph just now. And so I'd like for mm -hmm. you to mm -hmm. guess what he does. So well, you a, just told us. I think it's time to guess what <laughs> the guest does. Wait, but you yeah. just read his resume. <laughs> what was that? But you just read his resume. That's correct. Yeah. But I don't know still. This is, happens to me all the time. We've only done like 14, 15 episodes. Okay. And I, all the time, the, the scientists will come in. Uh -huh. they'll, I'll have a description of their job uh -huh. or what they study. And then oh, I'll still I see, have I see, no I clue what their day-to-day -day okay. looks like. So apply like. critical thinking to the... Yes. To the, okay, got so it. So if okay. you want me to reread it, I can reread it. But if not, you know, take a, take a guess. No, take I'll a take a swing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Either one. Wait. Yep. Uh -huh. We have to. We have to I initiate think it. Would be it. Very I easy want if you I guess, right. right. I want you to guess what his life is like. What is he studying? What is he? What is he doing? Well, context clues tells me that he is part of NYU. Yeah. Yeah. That, so far, <laughs> that was what I yeah. was gonna say. So far, masterful. Uh, 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 studying. Uh, I think I heard philosophy and computer science. Yeah. Okay. This is okay. true. He has a PhD in both. Is that correct? Yeah. It's like only one PhD. It's only one PhD? They're yeah, combined? Yeah, like, I'm very sorry. I, I hope I didn't lead you. Who the fuck? Wow. <laughs> uh, that's incredibly disappointing, Christoph. I thought I had a double PhD here. Now just the one. Now just the, the one. one? Yeah. We could do this on our own. Well, well, I, I thought I was doing the comedy part, so I guess they are doing the science <laughs> part then, right? <laughs> no, we really this whole were, thing is broken. Feel, feel, by all means, wanted him to carry this for us. Yeah. I guess, yeah, you can carry it now. That's true. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, so no, you guys don't want to even try to wait, wait, but I stab. Yeah, I was that not the correct answer. It is the correct answer. I guess what but I'm yeah. saying is like <laughs> these scientists, they they study different things. They yeah. do different uh, research. They, oh, some of I them see. are out in the field. Some of them are digging. Some of them are on a computer yeah. all day. I don't know, bro. Do you study like theology? <laughs> no. All right. No, see, you're not. It's, you're not listening. <laughs> Philosophy. <laughs> <What? laughs> right. I just, I, now I'm not I allowed to guess. I didn't know you guys were going to criticize what I was going to ask. I give you an A plus for guessing. Uh, well, uh, do you teach? Do you teach at NYU? See, now we're getting somewhere. A bit, yes. Upcoming, I'll do a module called Philosophical and Societal Implications of AI. Whoa. Okay, hey. great. Oh, yeah, it's an amazing digging. title. So are you going to screen Ex Machina? Yeah. I don't think we're going to watch movies. That class sounds dumb. Okay. <laughs> I need that as a requirement or else what's the point, really? Maybe we're going to watch the Matrix. You can screen Ex Machina. You can screen Her. That's right. Her, yeah. Um, Wally. Well, Pinocchio, technically. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Pinocchio's my favorite AI movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 All I mean, movies Pinocchio paved well, the way for all these other movies. That's right. No, yeah. no Pinocchio, yeah. no Matrix. I will Matrix. say a lot of statements that sound like I am committed to them 100% <laughs> and won't track back. Just so you But know. are you telling me so that So Pinocchio you paved the way for science fiction, period. Yeah. I'm not going to retort. Yeah. That makes okay, sense great. to me. No. Um, okay, so speaking of... Uh, yes, I do mostly research, actually. So uh. Okay. So what does that mean, like research, like in a lab, in a computer? Uh, yeah, I mean, most. I mean, I was actually telling you earlier, like I was listening to one of your other podcasts while I was working. So one of the mm. advantages is I sit at my computer, I can put the headphones on, and uh, at that point I was actually uh, doing something with Minecraft. Oh, that's uh, right. So yeah. yeah, briefly describe this because you have. Oh some... yeah, so we we recently ran like a competition where we wanted to figure out if people can make AIs that make stuff, uh -huh. and so we had this competition where people had to build AIs that make Minecraft settlements, and they submitted them to us, and I was actually just oh. like applying them to the maps and see what happens, and then send them out to the judges who 
are also experts, I assume, and uh, <laughs> I they so. are evaluating them. So, so AIs that play Minecraft. No, like no, 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 it's like, <laughs> so, oh, kind of. let's, can I segue this into the movie? Please. So imagine, yeah. imagine you're like, you want an AI like the architect. You want somebody who builds a matrix. So that isn't uh -huh. like a player. You want somebody who kind of goes like, oh, that's a nice storyline. And mm -hmm. he should go a nice building and let's have mm -hmm. some uh, monsters over there. Not the first Matrix, but I'll accept. That's Matrix Reloaded, yeah. Yeah, Matrix Reloaded. That's yeah, great. okay, yeah. I, I don't think he's... <laughs> but I guess some... I, I do assume some AI also allegedly built the first one, right? I mean, it didn't just yeah. like, pop I, up. Yeah. No, that's true. So imagine the computer program that does that. Why Minecraft have not like The Sims, which is so much more fun? Right. Yeah. <laughs> great question. Um, yeah, I, see, I actually liked it because it has like blocks. What's, uh -huh. what's so it's uh, so it's not well, like agree to disagree with yeah. this. Yeah, but I mean, what can you what can you really do in The Sims? So in dance. The Sims, you, well, you, can dance. You, can, you can you can date, you can yep. dance, oh. you can work out. No, no, yep. no, no. From I, the building perspective, I mean, this is not again. This is not about mm, playing it. This is mm. like what can you build in The Sims? You build like a house. What about yeah. the roller coaster house. Sims? Or you know what I'm saying? Well, there's uh, other researchers. There's other researchers yeah. who do Mario levels. Oh, that's cool. And people do racetracks, and a lot of people do like it's called procedural content generation. So there's a mm. lot out there. People do weapons, uh, uh, spaceships, trees. Okay, Tr trees is, are very good. This is unrelated, but I yep. cheated on my wife on The Sims too. <laughs> and uh, you mean on your Sims wife? My uh, yeah, my Sims wife. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm very, I'm very committed to my real girlfriend. Uh, but. Uh -huh. uh, uh, but yeah, and then she died in The Sims. Oh, no. And what? then she came back as a ghost and killed me. That all can happen in The Sims? Yeah. Christoph, explain how that works. Yeah. Christoph, Christoph decipher yeah. how that works. Yeah, translate yeah. I don't. I don't know. I mean, my, my, sim ex my sim experience is mostly <laughs> I just build a sim like myself, and then it sits there and plays computer games all day, and then I go like, geez, you should really do something with your life. Uh, <laughs> right. right. So that whole, like, wife-killing sim never happens to me. Yeah. Yeah. You're you more, you're more responsible than me. Dramas. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what you can't do in Minecraft? What? And in The Sims 1, if you throw a big party... Drew Carey shows up. Really? Drew, what? there's a. I've been missing out on the Yeah, Sims. Drew Carey. So, Drew, Drew, notorious party animal, Drew Carey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shows up to a, a, any wild party that's happening in any neighborhood. The, yeah. A message shows up with Drew Carey's face. is like, hey, I heard you're having a great party, and I just had to be here. What? Yeah. What kind of deal did he make with the Sims? Yeah. That's crazy. Know. But the, the big question is can you then, like, hug him 20 times and marry him? Yeah, I don't. That I don't know. Maybe Can you, you could do that on Minecraft. I don't know, but okay. Well, this all has a lot to do with the Matrix. <laughs> it kind of does. It does. Yes. Which I have pages and pages of notes of, guys. <laughs> so so much to to discuss here. So uh -huh. the Matrix. You want to you want to take a guess how much money the first Matrix made? One hundred and eighty nine million. Good guess. JT. Oh, um, I don't. I don't know how much is a lot of money for a movie. Uh, <laughs> well, that was a good guess. I said. Uh, 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 one hundred eighty-two million. <laughs> All right, Price is Right. Yeah, I think I'll guess the same as the first one. Four hundred million is the answer. Oh wow! It was oh, made wow. for like sixty something million, and it made four hundred sixty something million dollars. Wow! And that's Wait, okay. just the first one, by the way. That's to not put it, to put it in in perspective. Yeah, because I'm. Very stupid with money. <laughs> uh, to put it to put it in perspective, how yeah. much did um, uh, uh, Mamma Mia make? 
So far? So far, yeah. <laughs> no, I have no idea. I don't have all stats of movies, yeah. but I'm pretty oh, sure Mamma the same. Mamma Mia Two opening weekend did like 39 million. Great. Yeah. Why do you know that, by the way? I, I it's my favorite movie. Of the year. Oh, okay. I yeah. So. <laughs> I think the I think the second Matrix was the highest grossing R-rated movie at its time. Whoa. Yeah. I also read the Wikipedia article. That's pretty crazy because <laughs> it made it was a lot worse film. Yeah. Yeah, but I guess people it's, people go to the second like one the based first, on the first right, one. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I actually... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 PhD. Oh, yeah. well, just one PhD, but still <laughs> PhD regardless. Um, okay, so I wanted to give a quick shout-out because I'm sure she's an avid listener to Carrie Ann Moss, who oh, uh, played Trinity in this. And is just yeah. such a badass in this totally. movie. Um, she twisted her ankle, I found out, during the filming and just didn't tell anybody. Wow. Because she was afraid, because she wasn't well-known, uh, that they would recast her. So she just kept fighting and jumping wow. around with a fucked-up ankle. And I thought that was awesome. And then when she went to see the first cut of the movie, it was the first time she ever saw herself in a film. Whoa. So give a quick round of applause to uh, Carrie Ann Moss. She's a badass. A hero. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then I wanted to, I have a couple trivia facts that were kind of fun. Maybe you know, maybe you don't. Uh, but Will Smith famously turned down the role of Neo yeah. to go do Wild Wild West. <laughs> which yeah. A much by. more scientifically accurate movie, I like to point out. <laughs> oh. uh, wow, I would not have wow. thought that. Wow. So that big the spider is real. are out. Kristoff <laughs> <laughs> was drinking. Wow. So, uh, Giant robot spider, that's all I'm saying. Here. Yeah, yeah, we've all seen that. Um, so I didn't know that Samuel L. Jackson turned down the role of Morpheus. Whoa. Which I thought was crazy. I, and then I found out that Lawrence Fishburne turned down the role of Ju uh, Jules Winfield in Pulp Fiction. Wow. So it was kind of, that one like works out. That, and they're even, I guess. Yeah, that's... So yeah. Will, I'm sorry, Will Smith was supposed to play... Neo. Oh, oh, the protagonist. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And he said <laughs> afterwards... <laughs> <laughs> he said afterwards yeah. that he like couldn't have done it. He said like it was good that I didn't do it. Uh, Keanu Reeves yeah. did a great job. I wasn't as good as an actor back then. That's what he said. Will Smith. It also doesn't require good acting at all. No, it does not. I didn't want to say that, but I'm glad that you said <laughs> it. It's it, it 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 yeah no. He doesn't even have uh. There was some fact I didn't write it down, of course, but there's some fact about how he doesn't have many lines in the movie, which he does is crazy because he's the main guy. What? But right, exactly. Uh, Most whoa. of his lines, like yeah. sixty uh -huh. something percent or whatever, are questions. <gasps> yeah. That's most of that's, that's most the of the film. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's most of the movie for him. It's like, but what's going on? And then everything, everything I don't else know. happens. What? No. Yeah. So not to make fun of Keanu Reeves, he did a fucking great job. And from what I hear, he's a really cool guy. Uh, so mm -hmm. you want to burn no bridges? With I really don't. I listen, man. You are terrified to... of Keanu Reeves listening to this podcast. All I can. Yeah. I mean, I am. I love Keanu. I think yeah. he's cool. Okay, great. I think the movie's really cool. And this happens to me all the time, actually. I I I'll watch these movies and I don't want to pick them apart. I like a lot of these films a lot, but when you sit down with a movie and you have a notepad, it just comes out. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just start like, well, that's bullshit and that guy sucks <clears throat> and whatever. And I don't know. So I want to give that as a precursor, you know? He's cool. Keanu is cool. Yeah. Yeah, you made that clear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I love Keanu. Yeah. Great. Okay, I wanted to talk about <laughs> the Wachowski brothers who then became the Wachowski sisters. Do you guys know about this? Siblings. Oh, yeah. Siblings, right. They are, I think, one male, one female. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, they're not. I, I believe they are both uh, transgender women. Yes. Oh, really? Sorry, I, I'm yes. not up to date then. They, they went one at a time, so I'll give you Sorry. that. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so 
Andy and Larry became Lily and Lana Wachowskis, and I feel like they should be the most famous. I did not know that fact yeah, at all. A lot of people don't know about it, and I feel like they should be crazy famous uh, transgender like heroes. You know, they yeah. wrote and directed this movie and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. And what did uh, they do after the Matrix? Well, that's a whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, nobody say anything. Nobody say anything. <laughs> Oh, we're, oh, no. We're supposed now to be tens. No. Yeah, we're supposed to be doing this podcast just the four of us in the room. So, but then why are they here? Uh, that's a really good point. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that out as we go. I've, I've never... For the laugh track. We, yeah, for the laugh track. Oh, track. I see. We've never done this before. Like I said, first live show, first time I'm drinking, doing a show, so give me a break, okay. guys. Yeah. Um, no, I want to play a game later where, I, where I'm going to have you guys try and guess what oh, else they did. Perfect. So I guess be thinking about it now for fucking yeah, yeah. half an hour. I guess. Okay. Um, okay. I want to I wanna show something and talk about it for a second. So bullet time. You guys know about bullet time? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. bullet time is a... Uh, <laughs> you're looking at me like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> it's a trademarked term that Warner Brothers uh, copyrighted because it was the first time that they used this specific effect in a film. And the effect is where... You know, uh, in the first scene, for example, they use it a few times. But in the first scene, Trinity jumps in the air and she kicks this guy, and the camera goes all the way around her. And it's the first time that they they put like 129 cameras on this fucking rig, and it looks really cool, and that's all great. But a lot of people think that's the first time it had been used. And I saw an interview with the DP Mm -hmm. who said that he was actually influenced by a commercial that Michelle Gondry did. Michel Gondry, of course, brilliant French uh, director, writer. And so I had no idea about that. And it was years prior. It was in 96, and it was for Smirnoff. So I want to show you this very strange Michel Gondry Smirnoff ad. Paula, hit it. Not the one. Not the one. <laughs> oh, that, no, that's the Matrix. Totally the Matrix. I think that's the Matrix. 100% the Matrix. Guys, first time. First time doing a live podcast. Where's the Smirnoff? Yeah. Whoa. Cue Smirnoff. Yeah. It seemed like they ripped off the commercial in a lot of ways. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think they. Yeah. They, they stole ripped, everything. They ripped off Michelle Gondry. It's they like completely what it is. That's the exact yeah. shot for shot. Shot for shot. Whoa. That sucks. There should have been a law. Yeah. I'm never on the side of corporations, but Smirnoff. <laughs> I mean. That commercial was 90 minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so let's get into uh, the film then, okay? The intro sequence, I feel like, is one of the best intro sequences in all of film cinema history. We don't know if this woman is good or bad, and she starts kicking ass, and uh, then she starts... I think we know she's good. Really? I was not sure the first time I saw it. Mm -hmm. But she... Because, I don't know, she's, like, dressed in black, and she's, like, killing cops. I mean, do you really think after he goes like, your men are already dead, they go in and shoot her and go like, nah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Um, But but yeah, so she... And then I really like how they introduced the impossible. And they do this a few times in the movie where you think you kind of have a handle on things and then they'll throw something that kind of makes no sense in reality. Mm -hmm. So everything is seemingly like, okay, it's a fight scene. And then she like does that huge jump over a building. And even one of the cops says, that's impossible. (laughs) And I don't know, I just loved setting up a film like that with a huge mystery. Mm -hmm. But then I also thought, what do they do with those cops? Like, do they somehow like you know, men in black, like, erase their minds and tell them, like, that stuff didn't happen because they do crazy shit and nobody... You know what I mean? You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. 
I, but I, I don't. I, I wonder I, if those cops are are part of the program or if they're actually like sentinel. Like, well, I feel like yeah, we have agents and then we age, have yeah. cops who you know get killed. I also killed. think that so much goes on in this world that gossipy cops is like <laughs> I'm willing to let that slide. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. They can just talk. <laughs> You're so worried that the cop's gonna go back home to his wife and be like, so this was nuts, and then the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was worried. You're yeah. Right. I don't know. I was, I, I was concerned. Yeah. I'll, I'll, um, <laughs> so then cops uh, get turned into agents yeah. at kind of what seems to be convenient times. And so I don't know if you guys had like theories on this, but like sometimes they turn into the cops and sometimes they don't. And again, it's like when I first watched the film, I didn't give a shit. I just was like, oh, this is really badass. But you know, then upon seeing it again, it was just like, well, why don't they turn into cops like right away instead of letting them kick a bunch of ass and then when it's almost too late, you know, and they're about to escape, they turn into a cop. Because it's a movie and it's more fun if you delay that. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, looking, looking back, the AI is like terrible at its job. Yeah. I mean, you would imagine, you know, it goes like click, 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 click. Oh, there they are. Kill. Right, done, right, right. Not with all these complicated morphing into bodies trying to hit them with a garbage truck. I mean, that just seems like, I yeah, don't know, it's, space it's, laser. Sometimes they know where they are and sometimes they don't. That's yeah. another thing. And mm -hmm. it seems like like Morpheus, for example, and Trinity like know exactly where Neo is at certain points in the movie. But then why don't the agents know exactly where he is? Because they're like, you know, running the program or whatever. Hmm. So, again, not to crap on this film, but like... Maybe uh, it, it takes make sense. maybe it takes the agents like a lot of energy to like transform Ooh. into those and they're like I'll I'll let them handle it for a little bit. Okay, yeah. Yeah, do we know do. that this is their only job? Maybe they're swamped doing other stuff. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> like you we don't know if like like what if one of the agents is like like why am I like designing the website for the <laughs> right yeah for our company yeah no it's I would like have one loved. of those like does like their social media and stuff and it's just like I can't that would have been a good moment of I the don't, agents talking about it's it it's just like I I don't I don't have the time I just don't I don't I know that they're I there but yeah. and I know that we're doing summer Fridays and but. I, I, <laughs> Or, your, or the other agent goes like, it's my last day before retirement. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. And, yeah. you know, I'm going to go to the, I don't know, bit farm upstate or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. They have rich, beautiful lives outside of the moments that we see them in the film. I would have loved to see that, I guess. That was my, I was missing it. But, yeah. but mm -hmm. you're right. It's, it's nice to assume it. Now I feel better about it. Yeah. Thinking about it. The agents were so, like, one-dimensional. We didn't see what Yeah, we just did. saw them in action. Yeah. yeah. What about their, yeah, what about them at home? What about them right. chilling out? Agent Smith, yeah, just mm -hmm. smoking a blunt, like, listening to Dre or something. Yeah. That would have been nice. <clears throat> okay, when we first meet Neo, he mm -hmm. uh, is selling illegal software. Mm. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, he's like he he. There's a knock at his door, and this very sketch group of people come, and they yeah. give him like two grand, and he gives him like a floppy disk, and they don't say what it is even, but he just says like, don't you know, if you get caught, like that's not from me. And so I was, <laughs> yeah, hoping. I mean, uh, I was I actually, I mean, I saw the Matrix when I was still studying, mm -hmm. and I was wondering when I would get to that point when my life is like that, <laughs> and it never really happened. So. <laughs> oh no! No, so it's like kind of you know, I never really became a super hacker, and uh, man, you want. You wanted, you wanted to be like that 
cool guy in an apartment and then a bunch of like essentially club kids club you got the disc yeah i mean maybe maybe you have like not a really good understanding of how a computer scientist's life works i mean maybe this oh, is right, right. <laughs> are out people come Ooh. to your door jeez <laughs> uh, i'm sure Touché. plenty of people want to come to your door yeah yeah no, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, the <laughs> blush. Uh, no, I think the, the, the hacker culture depicted there, I mean, it's, as I said, I've never really seen it like that. And I mean... I, what have you seen it like? Like, also people do more over the internet. Okay. I mean, like this, this weird idea of like, I don't know, coming to somebody's door. And I mean, yes, they are, they are like illegal software codes and algorithms and okay. it's actually it's actually illegal to export encryption software from the US. Oh. So there's a law against that so if you are a company that makes encryption software you can't ship it outside of the US. Okay, you got that guys if you're a company that you get it. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess uh, you know, and some people you know have like special programs that are like, you know, used to hack stuff and then you you have like some kind of backdoor exploit and it's definitely not my area of expertise. I'm just like stringing words together here. But uh, well, it sounds uh, like you know what you're talking about. But yeah. I think yeah, so this I mean it looks like he's doing stuff like that. That part is realistic. Okay. What was the software that he sold illegally to the was it like yeah. photo, like Adobe? They didn't say. <laughs> yeah. They didn't say. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was just a, it was a new Photoshop. Yeah. It was just yeah. final draft. Yeah, Adobe. final draft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy was just trying to like, like yeah. great. Like yeah. make it make and, some branding. And I do now remember. We have it. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember it was two thousand dollars. Yeah, two thousand dollars. And that's like that's See? like Adobe. That's a good yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. A few years, it'll pile up. Yeah. Depending which ones you have, yeah, of the suite. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to. I was curious if you. Had you ever done something like that yourself or like knew someone, you know, you don't have to call them out by name or whatever, but like, I don't yeah. know. I haven't had much history with hacking yeah. or, you know, that what's like the worst thing you've ever done in your field. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Science related or not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How have you fucked up? I, I, I don't know. I think people from my PR department are here, so I don't really think I'm supposed it's to It's cool, it. man. They're chill. <laughs> they're, they're drinking. They're yeah, not going to remember. Yeah. But I mean, you're, so, but let me ask you, I mean, have you never used like a file sharing service? I have. Are you kidding? As soon as Napster was available, I was downloading everything. LimeWire, Kazaa, loved yeah. it. Yeah. I think back then it was still legal somewhere. Oh, sick. Thank you so much, oh, did they find We have the, the Michelle Gondry thing. Yeah, fuck yeah. Oh, great. That's great. Anyways, hacker. Okay. What'd you hack, man? Uh, nothing. Oh, come on. I'll admit to something. Yeah. Okay. Oh, go, go. Uh, LimeWire? Yeah. Every Weird Al song ever created in 1999. boy. Yeah. boy. See how he did that, Christoph? Easy. What are you going to do? What are you going to do now? Yeah. Nothing. What about see, a friend? You also, that, you also have know. to. You also have to see that mm. I have a cultural background as a German of rule following, so this is much harder for me. <laughs> All right, That's true. That's fair. I shouldn't push you on that, I guess. Uh, and you know, I have to go back to Europe in like half a year, mm -hmm. and you know all these laws I pass about computers there. So yeah, but they can't write a, a prosecute you now if you leave here, and then how are they going to get you? But I want to go back. Like I don't know, my stuff is there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what can you just say it like as if it's a friend of yours? Or, or you know I mean? you've never done anything illegal. Like we all know that, but like if you did, right? 
What's something you would have oh done? If you weren't, yeah. Yeah, no, I think... Uh, uh, You're sticking to your guns here. No, no, I'm, I'm saying like file sharing is probably theoretically... What kind of files are we talking about? <laughs> um, maybe it's a computer game. Oh, actually, oh. I might have hypothetically uh, uh, gotten the Sims. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Give it up, hell yeah, this dude. Stole the Sims. Yo, yeah, did you cheat on your wife? Hypothetically. You hated yeah. it, though. No. Yeah. But no, no, I just, I just, I just said I, I hated the guy... Uh, playing computer games all the time in there. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Gotcha. But that's it? There's no, no... And you don't have to answer, you know, and I'm not trying to pressure you, but... We just said. I know, it was good, but... I, I, I also ordered some, like, governmental assassinations over the internet. I mean, where are you going with this? I mean, <laughs> if that was true, I'd want to know. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. Hmm. I just don't know about that stuff, and it seems so cool. So that's why I was like, oh, maybe you know some guys that went to jail for life because they hacked into the naval base. I don't know. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I appreciate you thinking about it for a second. I mean, I, I honestly, close. it's like even even like an uh, even like if I think about the media, I mean, even the, the cases there are far and in between. I think yeah, that's this Kim.com guy who got raided by the FBI in New Zealand. But I think that's pretty much as big as it gets. Wait, what yeah. happened to this guy? So he's like, he's like, he's like Mega he, Upload. What was yeah, his website? Yeah, so he was yeah. he ran Mega Upload, oh, and then yeah, he was yeah, like yeah. in New Zealand, and there was like this big scandal because basically the American corporations really wanted to get him, and yeah. somehow they got like the New Zealand police to agree to do a joint raid with the FBI, and they like raided yeah. his compound Whoa. and took all his cars he, and all his yeah, stuff. He's like real life Neo. And then it <laughs> yeah. turns out, and it turns out afterwards, uh, it wasn't really legal. But, and this is a kicker, uh, there's like this whole civil forfeiture, so they just kept his stuff, like his cars. Whoa. So they were like... So they robbed him? No, no, it's like, it's a thing in the US, right? You know, if you take, like, the police takes, like, stuff that they suspect that it was involved in a crime. Okay. And they have to prove you to be guilty to kind of put you in jail. Okay. But for your stuff, you have to prove that it wasn't used in a crime. So if mm. you like run around with a big swat of cash, they go like this is probably drug money and they take it. And then unless you can't prove that it's not drug money, they'll keep they it. They keep it. Whoa. And your car. Wow. That's or why or also many rich. Cars. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, so know that guys, if you're ever in trouble, have a good excuse. Fun fact. As to why. Um, okay, so I have a bunch of stuff here that didn't make sense to me, and we're not gonna have time to get to it all. I wanted to talk about the guy who plays Tank. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, no, can you remind me? His name is Marcos Chong. Uh, he's the guy that, he's the operator. He's the guy that, like, when Neo's gonna get stuff uploaded, he's like, oh, we could start with all this boring shit, but fuck it, let's do combat training. And he oh, like, starts yeah. setting him up. He's with the stuff. one that kills Cypher, right? He, right, yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Spoiler alert if you guys yeah. haven't seen it. Sorry, guys. You gotta know that's coming. Um, so I thought this guy was great. Right? Mm -hmm. So I'm watching the movie, and I literally just wrote down a note that was like, Tank rules! And then later on, I started like, where is this guy? I don't have, think I've seen him in anything. You yeah. know? So I looked it up. Oh, and in no. May 2003, uh. Marcos Chong <laughs> filed a lawsuit at Los Angeles court uh, against Warner Brothers and AOL Time Warner, saying Warner was in breach of a 1998 verbal agreement and a 2000 contract to continue the character of Tank in the film's two sequels. Oh, that's right. It was reported that a breakdown in talks caused by his salary demands prompted the Wachowskis no. to write Chong's character out of the second and third oh, films in the series. No. So we missed Tank. He would have been uh, great. We missed like we missed yeah. Tank, sure, but at the same time, uh, how much did he make compared to how much did the other people? In that I movie? don't know. That's a good question. I would yeah. like to know. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't find out. Because if it's really unfair, then good on him. 
good on him, but also I feel like, and I don't know for sure, that may have fucked up his whole career because yeah. he was not oh, in other sure. stuff. I mean, he was in some TV and stuff. Anyways, I just love Tank, and I wanted Tank to see more great. of him, and then, yeah, yeah, no Tank. But hey, give it up for Tank, guys. How cool was he? <laughs> That's I, what you're here for. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I like that you gave it up for Tank, even though you haven't seen the movie. <laughs> I was like, yeah, sure, Tank. Why not? <laughs> um, okay, so there's some talk about neurokinetics. Do you guys know what neurokinetics are? I, no. I need an explanation. No. no. <laughs> wow, I thought, I thought you might know. So I think it's like kind of slangish. I don't know how even real that this term is, but they... I found online through like Urban Dictionary, it said, it describes one's ability to translate mentally projected instructions into manifested agility and coordination via an avatar in a virtual world. So... Urban Dictionary? That's correct. (laughs) So this is not a real term. I don't think so. So what they're describing in the Matrix is like how well you can uh, like transform Port your like mental coordination into a video game, and so it made me think if you guys had to, you know, test Dance Dance Revolution, for example. Yeah. Okay. Well, (laughs) I don't know if that would count because you're actually doing physical, right? Physical coordination. But if you're, but still a great answer and a great game. Yeah. Uh, Thanks. (laughs) No, you're welcome. Um, But if you had to do it in a game, what game would you do it in? That was my question. Uh, wait, what? So testing your <laughs> neurokinetics, if I uh-huh. said, like, we're going to see how good you are mm-hmm. in a video game, you know, there's certain games that everybody's, you know, just better at that you've played more or whatever. So I was yeah. just curious what you guys played, what you would... Right now, I the only thing I can think of is what I'm playing right now is Mario Tennis. <laughs> <laughs> what, what system? Like a new one? Or? On the Nintendo Switch, baby. Ooh. Yeah. Very cool. But... Okay, but following this logic, though, isn't Mario a better tennis player than you already? So like, how? Yeah, I don't know why you have to bring that up. (laughs) It's a little rude, but uh, but you're saying that like as through this uh, urban dictionary term Mm -hmm. that uh, Mario or Peach would have uh, (laughs) Steven's abilities. Well, I will say I've been living vicariously through Mario since like. Four years old. Right, right. So you, you, you long for his life. I feel like I have a connection with him because he's been around, yeah. you know, for a while. Okay. I hope that, I think that's a good answer. I think it's a great answer. Right. It totally makes sense. And you get to play tennis, which is super mm. fun. Yeah. Yeah. And a good cardio activity for But Mario. I don't think I answered your question. Well, it was his question. Oh, then My I don't. Question? Okay. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the, but there's actually some interesting science on that. So people, uh, people study that. So now with VR headsets, for example, people have um, uh, simulations where you do something and then you can see yourself from the back with a camera while you're moving and it gives you this really weird feeling of observing yourself uh, Mm. which is a bit like you know playing yourself in a video game but also gives you a really weird feeling and I think in general I'm not really sure if it's like so so game dependent but there's definitely a a process here that's also sometimes called transparent self model so the idea of you know your mind or brain decides to do something and you kind of don't think about the intermediate steps so, you know, you, you think, for example, I want to move my hand and your hand moves. Mm-hmm. You don't think about like I'm flexing this muscle and flexing, but you can think about, so I can flex my muscle, yeah. but normally all of this gets abstracted away and I just mm-hmm. think about like writing and that happens without me doing all the steps in between. But if it breaks down, 
you notice it. So if your arm falls asleep and you go numb and then you notice, ooh, wow. suddenly this transparent self-model doesn't work anymore. And yeah. what I think can happen, so there's this like whole extended mind hypothesis where people kind of extend this further. And you do get this when we run experiments with people and computers. We often check if they have computer gaming experience because, you know, you see some kids that sit down and they, they immediately put their fingers on the WASD keys right. which are used for moving in like first person shooters yeah. and they are immediately able to move around and so the, for them they don't think like oh press the w so i move they just go like forward shooting and so you know they're already projecting themselves into that okay. and i guess whoops I guess that's uh, pretty much you know what also happens if you're good at the matrix you know you don't think about how it works you just kind of you know get in there and think like oh i want to do this now or you want to drive your car and it works yeah yeah okay what uh what game would you play <laughs> oh, I mostly play Civilization. Civilization? What is that? Oh, they know. I don't know what that is. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a game where you like lead some kind of ancient tribe through like old times till they go to space. Whoa. <laughs> or they go to space. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Steven's in. I, I do. Is that kind of like Age of Empires? Uh, it's more like, I think it's a turn-based game. It's been around forever. Uh -huh. I think like the first one came out in the late 80s and there's been like six so far. Gotcha. It's, uh, mm. it's like, uh, you know, you're like, I don't know, you're playing Egypt and you build pyramids and then yeah, you I conquer your neighbors yeah. and uh, oh, yeah. you do science. It's, it's fun. Yeah. Okay, sweet. It's actually a really popular game. I mean... I don't, yeah, know that much about games. That's the truth. Mm -hmm. I Like back in the day, N64, Sega Genesis, I can probably keep up yeah. with game knowledge, but I dropped off. Anyway, part of the film, uh, Deja Vu. You know this part? He sees a black cat. Oh, yeah. The black cat goes by, yeah. and then he sees the same exact cat do the same exact movement and noise, and he goes, huh, Deja Vu. And that's not what Deja Vu is, right? That's not how we all experience Deja Vu, like something just literally repeats itself. Yeah. That would, first of all, freak the shit out of me if I yeah. saw that. I wouldn't be like, huh, that's a cool cat. You know, yeah. that's crazy to fucking see. Uh, and secondly, uh, they all react like, whoa, deja vu, what'd you see? And then he explains it to them and they all go, oh yeah, first of all, that is deja vu. And secondly, that means that, you know, there's a glitch in the matrix or whatever. Yeah. So I just wanted to know if you guys have had deja vu moments, because in my research, I found out some people have experienced it and some people have not. Uh, I definitely have, and I would describe it as a feeling like I've done this thing before, and I can't predict what's going to happen next, but I, there's a sense of, like, I know what's about to happen. I've had deja vu with, with Julio. I remember, yeah, I don't think I've ever told you this. Whoa. Yeah, but one time, I, I think you, you, we were in a room, and then, you were, and then I think you said, like, it's fine, and I literally. I say that a lot. Yeah, so it might not be a big maybe. I don't know. I thought I, I thought I'm. You know what? <laughs> you're, just be a you're right. I I thought I dreamt that. <laughs> Sorry. Was it fine? I th yeah. I remember, okay, good. Yeah, but it was a. Yeah, it didn't catch me off guard. Uh -huh. Yeah. So you guys have experienced deja vu or not? I, I experience. I think I, I I feel like I do all the time. Ooh. But I think what it is is things just constantly repeat themselves. But I feel like I like predicted them like right yeah. yeah so weird it is super weird yeah no Christoph? no i do occasionally also have deja vus but of course they aren't real so Ooh, <laughs> seem like really sure that they're not real i always thought maybe i dreamt this or i don't know i mean i think the the idea that people put forward as a, as a theory and again this is not really my field but i think it's this kind of question of like uh bad integration of memory mm. so like you know you kind of 
experience it and then you kind of store it and then you kind of look at it again. I mean, right. you're, I mean, this actually gets us, I don't know if you want to talk about this, but I have like a theory about the matrix, right? Yeah, please. So I wonder how it actually, how it actually works. Okay. So right. because there's like this whole scene, for example, with a green screen and they go like, oh, this is the woman in the red dress and I'm looking at it right now. And, and apparently this is all the information that's being sent to you, right? So I really wonder, I mean, is the Matrix like this kind of, you know, fully fledged movie simulation or is it just like some computer going into you and say like, oh, you're like in a room, there's a lot of people, there's a woman in a red dress, a red dress. she's really hot and that's all you're getting and your brain is just making up the rest because basically a lot of stuff like uh, with perception works like that, right? So mm -hmm. we're actually way worse at seeing than we think we are. So you can only see sharply within like a very, very limited radius and everything around it is actually blurry. But you don't think that because your brain kind of goes like, no, no, it's fine. Don't don't look there. It's it's good. And uh, the other thing is you can like see your nose all the time, but your brain kind of edits it out and it goes like, no, no, like don't worry about that. It's uh, it's good. And so and so similarly, if you have like memories like with uh, with with cops or like you know they ask you about stuff and then your brain just kind of goes like, yeah, we'll fill something and it's cool. And right. so you have like this whole story and it's really unclear what exactly there is. And so maybe the matrix works. Matrix works like this, so it isn't actually like a movie and it isn't a physical simulation. Right. It's just some kind of thing that goes, well, you know, you're in a room, you get shot, and then, you know, you go like, oh, no, and your brain kind of fills in the rest. And that then explains also why the people in it have like these super abilities because mm. imagine like you're reading a story and it's just like your conception that makes a difference. So imagine, you know, it's like you, Ethan, uh, in a story and you walk down the street and I say you get shot and then you imagine how it goes right you have these pictures in your mind yeah, like how you go like uh, and you lie on the ground and now imagine imagine I tell you you're Superman or like you know and you walk down the street and you get shot and then you imagine you know how the bullet bounces off you and you go like oh and I have to pretend to be hurt and maybe that's all it is right maybe just Neil kind of you know Certain information. thinks like he's Superman and he believes like he's the chosen one and then he just Morpheus kind of definitely tells him enough does, does when Superman gets shot does he pretend to be hurt <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, good question I mean, when is he just Clark that Kent, modest like ow <laughs> I mean, like, no, but I right oh I see I see I, I mean Clark Kent yeah. probably doesn't go like boom oh i guess that was a flesh wound i'm good <laughs> right 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 i think yeah, no, you, ha you, ha you i think you have bestowed more depth to this character than anyone who's ever written for it yeah i, I want to watch this superman yeah. <laughs> sure. i think like it doesn't hurt him when he gets shot but he still gets like surprised that somebody shot him yeah yeah so he, like, oh he's like outraged he's yeah like, like the nerve oh, right? dare, yeah yeah mean um, okay, what so a I think nasty thing to we do. Have, uh, <laughs> we have a, a break coming up here. We have a, an intermission. You guys can get drinks. But is it? can we play this, this thing at this point? You can try. Okay. <laughs> That's good enough for me. Um, so, yeah, this is the uh, precursor to Bullet Time, Michelle Gondry's version of it, which he completely didn't get credit for. <laughs> oh, a smart move playing for the drinks break, the Smirnoff commercial. Oh, good call. Do they sell Smirnoff here? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Oh. And that's so, pre-Matrix? That's like three years, four Whoa. years before. Meanwhile, Michelle Gondry's making $2 off of The Science of Sleep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Great film, by the way. Yeah, the but... Wow. That got me thinking, when did that corn music video come out? Freak on a Leash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't that know. That was pre-Matrix? Like around the same time, 98, yeah. probably. You want to sing a little bit of that, Stephen? I forgot how it, I forgot how it goes. Uh, I'm sure. Oh, go. Okay. 
Take a part of me. Right? Is that how it goes? Yeah, that's right. I Thank was hoping you. you were going to do that. Hey, give it up for Steven yeah, Seagal. Of course. That, uh, that was Bruce Springsteen singing Freak <laughs> yeah. on a Leash. Yeah, it was a yeah. Bruce Springsteen impersonator. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, let's let's take a quick break. Guys, get a drink. Uh, discuss all of this important information that we've given you. And then we'll come back and we'll do some, uh, some, some hardcore science uh, with Christoph. Cool? Yeah. Cool. Oh, okay. Great. Thanks. Great. Okay, we're back, guys. How's it going? How you feeling? Everyone's asleep? That was D minus, guys. Come on. How are you feeling? New York, our first show. That's fantastic. All right, we're going to start this, uh, this next portion here with a game. I'm going to call up one of my best friends in the world, Eric Jackowitz. Give him a hand. Come on, Eric. Usually we do... Uh, jingles here for the games uh, which I'll produce after the podcast but since this whole thing's live I figured we'd do a live show pick up your brick ma'am oh what is that literally dropped a suitcase of gold <laughs> like a giant hunk of metal yeah so let's uh, let's try this uh, this theme song so the so the game is called Keanu named the Wachowski sisters is other movies or Keanu not Ooh. okay so and you want me to beatbox? Uh, yes. Is that cool? Yes. Okay, let's try it out. Keanu named the Wachowski sisters other movies or can you not? Fantastic, Eric. Thank you so much. Thanks so much, everybody. I'll see you later. Give it up for Eric, guys. Wow. Go nuts for him. <laughs> so I'd like to go one by one here and see if you guys... Can I please start? Choice? Can I start? Well, well, one at a time. I've had some drinks. Give it to me. What? Is it multiple choice? No, it's not multiple choice. I just oh. want you guys to name one. And if you can't, just try and guess. Okay. Jupiter Ascending. What? You Jupiter already started ascending. the game. Whoa, whoa, we started the guy didn't start the game. What? We're just talking about the rules. Maybe. Okay, I'll take it back then. Whoa. I also, let's try this. If you guys think that they're mm. right or know that they're right, I want you to go Trinity. So let's try that. Three, two, one. Trinity. <laughs> okay, that's great. And then if you think that they're wrong or know that they're wrong, I want you to go Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> let's try that. Three, two, one. Okay, great. That's fun. Mm -hmm. So, you uh, start start us off here. Jupiter ascending. Trinity. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Yes, <laughs> Trinity. So that's that's correct. I actually just remembered one. Oh, give it. And I thought it was very underrated, and I had a lot of fun watching it. Okay. Speed Racer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't be shy, guys. This is your part. Uh, that's right. I really like Speed Racer too. I saw Speed Racer. The entire movie at a Best Buy because my friend just was waiting working. to buy, just waiting to see if the TV screen was good enough to that's buy. That's right. It. Well, that's what. Yeah, I told the <laughs> other employees, but he was an employee at Best Buy for a very brief period of time, and I thought it would be funny because I had nothing to do at that moment to just go and like hang with him at work, uh -huh. which meant watch Speed Racer on this like huge HD TV. Speed Racer is awesome. Yeah, yeah, and it was underrated. It's You're like right. a, if a fruit roll-up was a movie. There's like so many colors. <laughs> in it. Yeah. yeah. That's so true. It's a great review of that we got, film. Uh, Susan Sarandon. 
Yeah, John Goodman. John Goodman. What was the guy? Emil, Emil Hirsch. Hirsch. Emil yeah, Hirsch. Lords of Dogtown. Oh, uh, Christina Ricci. Christina Ricci. I forgot yeah. about her in Speed Racer. And yeah, uh, me too. the guy from Lost. Was it Matthew Fox? Or... Trinity. <laughs> yeah. Trinity. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Okay, Steven? I'm going to say Cloud Atlas. That's correct. Cloud Atlas. Oh, so uh, this is not a mystery at all. We figured it out. Uh, there's a few more. Oh. <laughs> Matrix Reloaded. Okay. Oh, Trinity. <laughs> that counts, yeah. Um, uh, uh, Ma- Matrix 3, they go to Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> the Matrix says go to Dubai. Is <laughs> their family name? Neo and the other gals. <laughs> Let loose. They go to Dubai. Uh, and uh, in a vaguely Islamophobic film. <laughs> uh, guys, is that correct? Trinity. Yeah. I want Julio to write that movie, though. I yeah. will. Yeah. The Matrixes go to Dubai. The Matrixes go to Dubai. <laughs> yeah. That does uh, sound good. Okay, I so will no. say Matrix Revolutions. Yeah. That is correct. Oh, yes. that was a good guess. Yeah, I think I'm kind of out at this point. I okay. think I might have an... Oh, go ahead, Julio. No? Okay, uh, both out. I believe their first movie was called Bound. Bound. Trinity, Trinity. yes. Yeah. Bound was, was Bound their science first fiction film. or it doesn't sound... It was sense. a movie about... I think... I don't know, but it, I remember it was... Um, it was pretty remarkable because it was like a lesbian love story. That's correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Trinity. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, Trinity. That's going to go for the rest of the show now. Whenever anybody Trinity. agrees. Yeah. Trinity. Oh, Trinity. I think Trinity. <laughs> I think Trinity, yeah. Is there any other movies that they've made that we haven't? Okay, yeah. So there's a few. They uh, the, Their first movie, they're credited with writing the screenplay, and I thought this was hilarious. So they're, they're credited, the two of them, with Brian Helgeland for writing Assassins, which was like an Antonio Banderas movie. Oh, yeah, And yeah, yeah. They, the Wachowskis stated that their script was, quote, totally rewritten by Helgeland and that they tried to remove their names from the film and failed. So that's pretty funny to me. And uh, then they did the Animatrix. They did a couple of that those. That doesn't count. I mean, it counts. They wrote what's, them and directed the them. What's the Animatrix? It came out after the Matrix, and it's like a bunch of shorts. It's like vignettes that are animated that have to do with the Matrix world. Yeah. And actually, a lot of them are really cool. So if you haven't seen those, oh, also check that out. Yeah. Good music, good uh, different animation styles. Very cool. Uh, the big one you guys missed. V for Vendetta? V for Vendetta. Well, they, oh. But they didn't direct it. They did not direct it. They yeah. could have and like chose not to, I heard, and yeah. like had somebody else do it. But they, they did write the screenplay, which I think was based on a graphic novel. Gotcha. Um, but I really liked V for Vendetta. I thought that was cool. They created Anonymous because the mask. Oh, was the or- did they create that or was that maybe pre-made? I'm just going to say that confidently and okay. assume that's right. Yeah. Yeah. You heard it here. It. They created it. They created <laughs> yeah. that. That's unbelievable. Um, and then, yeah, the only other thing I have is uh, what somebody was saying here, Sense8. I don't know who said that. Yeah, oh, Trinity, Netflix for show. sure. That's right. Yeah. Trinity. <laughs> Trinity. Trinity, yeah. Okay, so the audience won that game. Give yourselves a round of applause. Really great job. Oh. So, uh, so their, their filmography is Matrix, Speed Racer, and not in this order. Matrix, Speed Racer, Bound. Hmm. Uh, you want to know all of them? I can't, they, it, it seems like they're kind of all over the place. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Yeah. I mean, they all have, I think, a fantastical vibe. Oh, Cloud Atlas was insane. Cloud Atlas is one of the craziest films I've ever seen in my yeah. life. What was it? 
It was Tom Hanks playing like nine. Oh, Tom people. Hanks and Halle yeah, Berry yeah, yeah. play like twelve different people. Yeah, it's like yeah. Tom Tyker was also like the other director. I think it was like kind of a yeah, weird that's kind right, of you're right, you're right. German American co-production, half filmed there, half filmed yeah, here. It was and, this uh, a like a heavily Oprah endorsed movie? <laughs> it might have been. Yes, it just it sounds like have it. Been. I think yeah. so. It I think it also was a bit controversial because I think they have this weird storyline of basically like four or five different timelines and the same actors play like people all the time. Yeah. Uh -huh. But then also a lot of people like cross-dress. So like, you know, uh, Hugo, Ben Churchill plays like a nurse at some point, but then also people play Asians. Oh, right. So like Hugo Weaving plays like Aloha. an Asian person <laughs> yeah. uh, with like, no. a, I don't know, yellow face or what's it called. Yeah. And uh, that was also a bit like kind well, of uh, people yeah. didn't receive that well. No, I did not receive that well. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I remember watching it thinking what the hell is going on here. But I was thinking that most of the film. Got to say. Okay. Uh -huh. Have you guys seen Cloud Atlas? Let's hear a round of a something. Never. Never. Can eat Knesset. Yeah, never can see it. Um, okay, so let's get into some of the uh, stuff that you combined with your PhD into one PhD. Um, I, so I know the, it's disappointing. It is disappointing. Honestly, I'm I'm pissed, and I'll never recover. Uh, the Wachowskis, they forced the actors to read uh, this book, which I'm I don't know if you're aware of or not. It's by Jean Badrillard. Simulacrum and simulacra. Uh, that's correct. Uh, I have it as simulacra and simulation, but maybe that's the English, okay. uh, whatever. Uh, anyways, so they all had to read this whole book and be able to uh, explain it, be able to like really comprehend it, and then they were given the script to the Matrix. And so if you, it seems like you know something about it, I don't know if you've read it or not, but maybe you could tell us why that would be necessary. So I, I haven't read the book, but I... Well, actress jobs are hard to get, I guess, but... Uh, <laughs> sure. No, um, but I think it's um, this book and a lot of other uh, philosophy is why also The Matrix works so well, because it taps into these big ideas. So they go back all the way to, like, you know, some ancient Chinese or Greek philosophy about asking yourself if all of this is real or if we're just, like, living in some kind of cave, looking at the shadows on the wall and mm -hmm. ask these very basic questions. I mean, we talked a bit about earlier about, like what is perception and how do you even know there's a world out there and you know this kind of fundamental doubt of uh, you know not being able to access the world i mean you can feel it but then that's that's all there is right i mean you don't really know if any of it is real and yeah. that's like a powerful idea that's been mulled over i think a lot in uh, fiction yeah uh there's a i wrote down here where is it um descartes Rene Descartes? Did he yes. he had something about oh no 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 it was Plato's allegory of the cave. That's Isn't yeah, that Plato's allegory about? of the cave, but then Plato's uh, Descartes like cogito ergo sum and like he had this idea of a demon putting the world in your head. Ooh. So he basically said like what what you know, what if there's some kind of demon who just kind of makes you believe that That's there's a world. The yeah. yeah, basically. Mm. Except it's a demon, which is like way more, I don't know if it's worse, I guess. Machines? Well, they didn't really have computers back then, so everything was a demon. So, right, yeah, <laughs> the demons were. I mean, Max, Maxwell's demon is a work about like thermodynamics that he goes like, what if a demon would stop like atoms from going from this part to that part? And you go like, why would a demon do that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> better things than for them to do, yeah. Demon doesn't have the time to do it. <laughs> demons are busy. Yeah, he has, a, he has a rich family life outside yeah. of his job. And <laughs> a demon's demon busy. Children. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, that's really funny. Uh, so I, I, I read that uh, the Matrix is like a crash course, uh, crash course in uh, epistemology. 
Do you agree with that? Do you see that? Does well, that I mean, uh, should I define it just for... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Great. epistemology is generally like the science about what, how we know things and what we can know. Mm -hmm. And so when people say like, oh, epistemologically speaking, I believe that. So it's just like, oh, I don't know, but I guess I kind of perceived some stuff and now I think this is the case but you don't really know mm. and it's uh, it's a uh, yes I mean it does give this kind of introduction or gives puts people on the road to question how we actually know things like how do you know that you know it's air you're breathing or how do you know that you know the world is real and that you're not just living in some kind of simulation and how do you perceive the world so it kind of puts you on the road there but yeah. i mean the field itself is also 2000 years old right i mean it's hard to put that into a movie and also have gunfights <laughs> right yeah i mean they did a pretty good job mm. <laughs> yeah mm. not yeah, yeah. it's a solid mm. i mean the, the thing the thing with the matrix is also there's a lot of like kind of um mythology fluff thrown in right right yeah. so it's it's a bit like oh it's a nebuchadnezzar and he's new and by the way why does anybody trust a guy called cypher i mean it's like you it's Keep like going. hello my name is louis cypher and oh it turns out i'm the devil but uh, yeah yeah uh, <laughs> and but, he's kind of always talking shit it feel like shouldn't someone call him out there on the yeah. ship of yeah, like, yeah, yeah you know you're kind of you seem pissed off all the time and he really like didn't hold his sneezes and when he's in the, you yeah, know, when he's wall. in the wall, yeah, yeah, you know, that should have been an easy tell. So there was like foreshadow by him not holding his nieces. It was foreshadowing that he was a bad guy. Well, I mean, like he knew he was going to turn them over. So right, it was yeah, like, we knew at that point, you know, but it was still a dick thing to do. I yeah. Like, yeah. Wait, by holding his, you mean? Because he's, remember, he sneezes and they're hiding in the walls. <laughs> Uh -huh. And and there the cops are there, and then he sneezes, and then that's how the cops know they're behind. Oh, the wall. see, I thought you meant that he like, <laughs> like in general around the office, he, he would like loudly <laughs> sneeze, <laughs> and then he wouldn't even like cover his mouth, and then you were like, oh well, this guy's obviously this the guy's villain. A crook. <laughs> he keeps sneezing all the time. How do they not see it coming? Yeah. Yeah. He's really loud about oh, it. Oh, I see, I see. Okay. And he always steals the yogurt from the fridge, so clearly. Yeah, so yeah. we know he's bad. <laughs> yeah, he's working for the enemy. Um, okay, I want to talk about AI a little bit. You have okay. a specialty in AI. And I, I, I wanted to know what excites you the most about maybe current AI, future AI, what scares you the most. Uh, I read in an interview, you said, I think in the short term, we're probably more concerned about maybe job replacement, decision making, possibly a loss of democracy and a loss of privacy. Yeah, so uh, a spoiler, no, a disclaimer. <laughs> so now we're getting into a lot of speculation. Okay. So, I mean, uh, artificial intelligence, a quickly developing field. And uh, please don't hold me to the stuff I'm saying now. <laughs> no, no, no. I just, I, it made me very interested yeah. and curious of uh, what you think. No, but I think, I, I think a lot of like this talk about like when we talk about AI people usually show like a Terminator movie in the background and then they say like oh you know the, the AI is going to kill us all and it's right. going to be or you think about that kind of super AI that just becomes like immensely powerful and right. uh, eradicates well, mankind. Well in the Matrix they, sh they in the other movies at least they go on to explain that actually the robots were 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 good with humans. They, they, we had a good relationship back and forth but then the humans got afraid and so we started killing them and trying to take them they over. They got defensive. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so and then we I think then we eradicated the sun or something. Yeah, and, uh, right. We yeah. switched which, which I think was a stupid move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something about that didn't They're taking smart. over. Let's go blow up the sun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's question mark and then yeah. we're going to win against the robots and yeah. it's going to be And that's all they knew by the way. Morpheus says like 
Well, we only know bits and pieces, but the one thing that we know is that it was us who scorched the sky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we know we fucked that up huge, but Yeah. No, but um so I think in the in the in the short term, um they I mean, there's already AI out there and it's not like the stuff that builds the matrix and it's not like this right. kind it's of like Alexa uh, or uh, what Yes, but it's also like yeah. the stuff that decides if you get like a a credit card or mortgage application oh. right so it's like you know the thing that kind of you know looks into all your data and says like oh uh, how much did you make last year and do you have children and do you live in like uh, what's the ethnic makeup of the neighborhood you live in and uh, everything i can get on the internet from you and then kind of says like no you're not getting a credit card, right? <laughs> it makes me very nervous. Now. And then there's like, and there's a lot of concerns there. So, uh, and so that's one thing. And then of course, uh, we are already building drones that kill people, and usually send them to other countries to do it there. Right. But I mean, we we do build killer robots and use them to kill people with it. And uh, there's like, I mean, there's a lot of current day stuff. And mm. the bottom line with all of this is, I mean, we like to talk about, ooh, how do we make robots like ethically responsible and AI is ethically responsible. But uh, usually people are the problem here, mm. which should all be put in a matrix. No, I mean, it's like right, people, right. people are usually the ones that use these software or use these robots to either do bad or good things with it. And I mean, and, and there's a lot of stuff to to do there. So, sure. for example, you know, are you responsible for you know what your AI does? Like, so one one thing where so one thing that comes out with like ethical data science is people take a lot of data and then it turns out that you know your credit card application program doesn't like giving credit cards to black people, wow. right? So if you're like black, that kind of counts against you. For, uh, because it like looked at a lot of data and people were like, oh, somehow this data was unbiased, but then maybe it wasn't. And then the question is like, is this now, are you responsible for this if your AI is like discriminating people and do you need to fix that? Or even do you have a right yes. to know, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, good. Yeah, good well, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't do that part, <laughs> but yeah. No, uh, good, good point. Um, no, but also the question is like, do you even have a right to know? Right, so it's like a lot of stuff is happening, and AI is taking like more and more decisions. I mean, so with with money, it's it's very obvious, but I mean, there are other things like an AI might decide if you get medical treatment or not here in mm -hmm. the U.S., right? Wow. Or you know, if you get like uh, so, there's a lot of things that the AI gets to decide, and the question is, do you have a right to know how it does that? Because if no, like we a, do, no. Yeah, yeah, no. People yeah. argue for that, but okay. uh, how do you ensure that? Mm. Right. So, like, if there's a person, you can like subpoena them and drag them in front of like a right, jury or Congress. But if the, you know the banker says like, "Oh, the computer says no," yeah. uh, there's nothing we can do. And I don't know how to access the system. Do you want to give it a go? Oh, jeez. Um, so yeah, we'd so like to end on a high note. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Uh, so, Sorry. but you're working on AI that helps people. Is that uh, accurate? So to actually answer your very, very first question, what do I actually do is, so oh. my, my, my actual main research focus is in uh, modeling AI motivations. Okay. So I kind, of, I, I kind of wonder, like, how do you make an AI do stuff in the first place? And so instead of, like, figuring out how it can do something, I'm curious, like, what should the AI aim for? And um, let's, you know, have this discussion about what like kind of the basic premises are. And one of the things I, I work for very much in a nutshell is this idea of like empowerment and like giving you options and giving you the ability to work in the world and maybe making that the goal of like the robots that help you out. So uh, maybe that will help. I hope so. That would be nice. Uh... 
because if not, it seems like a really scary uh, possibility. I, I saw that some, it was like in a game that you were developing AI, I think, and I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm probably wrong, but that uh, a human would like approach a laser and then like a robot would block it from the laser, but sometimes it would shoot the human and get confused. Oh no, there's like two, there were two different uh, kind of things. So we, we, we tried this out with like this whole framework about like this empowering AI that's trying to kind of help you. And if, if it's like, if you put the sign positively, then it kind of jumps in front of the laser for you and saves you and gives you all kinds of options. We've right. also tried it in a computer game and I don't recommend this in like real life or robots. If you <laughs> just flip the sign uh -huh. and you make it like, you know, reduce uh, the person's empowerment, then it like pushes you into the lava or, uh, oh. uh, you know, pushes oh. you in front of yeah, the laser. Yeah, why would you do Definitely that? don't switch the robot too yeah. bad. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why would like you give that option? Move. Like if there's a switch on the robot and one's like nice and the other one's murderous. <laughs> yeah. Can we actually just keep delete? It, keep the robot. No, the, the trick is the trick is actually I think you shouldn't put a switch. I mean, right. let's let's be yeah. honest. No, let's be, be honest. Imagine you had this robot in your uh -huh. house, and I put the switch there, and you go like, yeah. ah, maybe I just want to know what the murder switch does, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. That's like, true. Right. Yeah. We're curious people. <laughs> right. Yeah. It can't be that bad. It just is murderous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, humanity is doomed. I, no. Um, yeah. No. I think it's. Uh, uh, yeah. Sorry. No, I, no. I think you answered uh, you answered very well, and uh, I just want to to wrap up and say that I really, really appreciate you guys coming out here tonight and the Caveat crew, and it's just been unbelievable. Everybody's been super nice. And uh, before we go, you guys have something you'd like to plug or promote or tell us about? Uh, nothing that important, but I. However, I uh, <laughs> you do have a show. I. Uh, <laughs> I, I make funny videos on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I just made a Mamma Mia Instagram. They're great, uh, by the way. Yeah, so uh, you can just follow me in, under Stesis Castillo. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm trying to make the world a better place by distracting you guys with comedy. Yeah, I think it's One Mamma Mia video at a time. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's nice. Um, no, I don't know the... The, the lesser known Wachowski works, I guess. You want to promote? Yeah, yeah I do. <laughs> you <wonder> ascending? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speed Racer. Yes. Yeah. Go, go watch see Speed Racer. Racer. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, uh, Bound sounds nice. <laughs> yeah, Bound, yeah. Bound does sound nice. I haven't yeah. seen it either, so but it sounds good. Check those out. Okay, very yeah. nice. Mm -hmm. And Christoph, something we should check out? Your robots? Well, I mean, if you want, you can like um, check out my website, which you can find with my name and look at some of my work there. But generally, I, I probably would encourage people uh, to, you know, get into that whole uh, AI discussion. So mm. I think there's a lot of misconceptions there. And I think it's going to be I think it's going to be influential in our lives. So, I mean, don't just like I mean, I actually haven't done that much on this, but a lot of people have. And I think it's going to, you know, impact mm -hmm. the life you're going to live. So uh, in a. Yeah. It already is impacting the lives you live, so maybe that's mm -hmm. something to you know know about, like politics and stuff. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's great advice. Get more yeah. informed. One out of ten. How confident are you that AI will only serve to better humanity? Oh no, they're already <laughs> denying credit cards to minorities. <laughs> 
<laughs> they are already doing that's that. That's why I'm asking. I'm concerned. There's an AI in an office right now being like, mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, no, that name sounds iffy to me. Yeah. <laughs> I can't pronounce it. Decline. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think, I, I think uh, as once, as I said, bottom line before, it's uh, pe people are the problems. I mean, there's already bad stuff happening with AI and... Uh, so one out of ten. What would you? Hmm? One out of ten. Uh, one. Zero. One. It's incredibly. Uh, no, I mean, I think AI will definitely be used for bad stuff. I mean, it is. They already are. They already are. Drones. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. All right. I was hoping for some sort of I don't know uh, positive. I mean, look, look. It's like a, since you do it's like, you no, wanted them to make you breakfast. No, but it's like, yeah, yeah. It's a. They're it's killing a, children. It's a. It's a like. It's a. It's a powerful tool of technology. It's like asking. Will computers be used for evil? Yes. Right. They also are going to be used for good. I mean, it's... Okay. It's I just thought that you would... Uh, <laughs> what is well, a, you're, uh, feel better, but... What is a positive use of AI being yeah. developed currently? Boom. There. That's great. <laughs> okay. The Roomba and... Just the fact that... You know, <laughs> No, no. I'm actually, I'm actually trying, trying to to think about. There's actually, there's actually quite a lot of it out there. So, um, you, uh, so there's a lot of like in terms of like medical applications. So AI that like does diagnostics. AI that might help. There's like AI that counts wildlife now. Um, that, that, that counts wildlife. Just yes, counts? yes. That kind so of like helps. Seven birds. <laughs> Well, no, it's more like it's more like it more like it looks at a picture of Africa and says like there are seventeen million four hundred ninety-three birds there and we've lost three yesterday. Oh wow! So that's I mean, cool. it's more like it's more like that and uh, still counting dead birds, but that's, <laughs> yeah. And there's I think a lot of a lot of stuff where like you know AI um, or uh, just earlier also uh, smart grids, for example. I mean, there's like this whole idea about like you know using energy more efficiently, which is in a way also a bit of. Like there are AI elements there. I mean, well, one of the problems with AI, quite honestly, is that every time we like do something and it kind of works, and then we kind of move on, and then the stuff previously stops mm -hmm. being AI. So like in the in the 60s, they had like some kind of differential equations they used to invade Iraq with. No, not not Iraq. Some other place. Uh, America is invading so many. But they they used track. to. They used to like they used to mass out how many troops they need, and they called this AI. And now we wouldn't, right? Uh -huh. And people had like rule-based systems that go like, "Ooh, the elevator needs to stop on this floor," and we wouldn't call that AI anymore. So a lot of like stuff becomes like technology, and then it kind of betters our lives, but then it stops being AI because people want to see like the the cool stuff that I yeah, don't know. robots play soccer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually, my my PhD supervisor is like the uh, the boss of that now. What was the uh, worst thing that he hacked into? <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Doesn't matter. Um, thank you guys so much for coming. Really appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bad Science is hosted and produced by me, Ethan Edinburgh. Our associate producer is Megan Bates. And our executive producer is Mr. Kushnerson. Anyways, I wanted to give a quick shout out to Caveat for letting us come in and do our live show. It was so much fun. Thank you guys so much. You were all very kind and I had a great time. Thank you to everyone who came out to the live show. Another shout out to Eric Jackowitz, who was beatboxing there with me. Really appreciate that. And we've had an intern here for the last few weeks named Sean Gardini. So thank you to Sean. He's been helping out uh, at random. So uh, I just wanted to take a moment and tell him thanks. 
You can follow us on Instagram at Bad Science Show, and you can send us an email at badscienceatseeker.com. Let us know what films you'd like us to do next, uh, or any comments you have about the show or something I've gotten wrong. I always love hearing about, you know, ways that I can improve. That's a nice way to say it. Uh, Anyways, that's about it for this episode. We will see you next week. Bye-bye.